Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message.
yes, yes, you must meet your living Savior. Oh, yes, yes, you must meet your living Savior. Oh, yes, yes, Let us pray. Father, we thank you this afternoon. Thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Touch us. Draw us to our God, our Savior. And let us never leave you the same. For you have spoken to us in songs and in hymns. May we hear in preaching. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated for some few minutes. Well, I'm sure the music is a message. You know, as, you, as I, I, I read the words of the song, I kept on asking myself, how do people get to that stage? How do people get to that stage? And you know, as a young man, that type of life was my dream life. You see, that type of life, it looks nice at that age when it's presented to you. It looks all fun. And I realize now that I am old, that there's nothing fun about it. But it is a way of Satan to spoil beautiful lives. It is a way by which Satan employs to make 
lives useless. But this afternoon, I'm here to tell you that God has also employed a way to make lives better, to overcome every work of darkness. And that way is the church. Is the church. Hallelujah. I wish I could tell you something else, but it's the church. Therefore, if you find yourself in church, stay in the church and enjoy the church. For it will turn out to be your greatest blessing. The only difference between me and my siblings, you see, we come from the same difficult background. The only difference between me and my siblings was that when I found church, I took it seriously. And I can see that now that we are all old, my last sister is 43 years. Yes, the last one. It's 43 years. And I realize that we are not children anymore. You see, we may be our parents' children, but we ourselves are not children. And I realize that what is making me stand out among my siblings is not because I am more blessed than them. No, because we come from the same pot. But I realized that the only difference is that when I met Christ, I took Christ seriously. And I stayed in the church. And I made myself an integral part of the church. And I see that the church has turned out to be a blessing in my life. And so today, I tell you to make a choice. Choose to be in the church. Don't say it is rubbish. Don't say that. It is Satan. If you say the church is rubbish, it is Satan who is speaking through you. And it's going to destroy your life. Because, listen, I, did, I didn't have to do anything special for me to be where I am. It is, it, I could see that God has already set it for my life to be well, to have food to eat. I grew up with a struggle not having food to eat. There will be times where there's nothing in the house. But I can see that even though that is how it started, God has not destined it to be so till the end. And you see, in the same way, your life may not have started on, this, on a wonderful note. Or some of you, it started on a wonderful note. And it looks like the notes are changing. But I'm here to tell you that it will not end on a bad note. It will end on a good note. If you take what God is offering you, and that is a church. You see, the world in which we live will tell us that the church is useless. But time and time and time again, we see that God, through the church, is blessing those who believe. Yesterday I was reading news on BBC and there were two young, a boy and a girl. I don't know what they were doing. But they got swept out, stranded in, at sea. And white people, you see, they, these people, they don't normally pray to God. Normally, not all of them. But you see, when, you're, when your life is provided with worldly materials. You think that's all there is. So this couple, the girl, they said they prayed. And they said, God, something, how can you leave us in this state? Help us. Then, not long after they prayed, a boat came. 
A boat came to them. And do you know what is written in the, on the boat? Amen. It's on BBC. You can just check it. I, I, hope, I wish somebody could go to BBC and check and project it for us to see. It's a young boy and girl. They said, um, they're on, written on the boat. It's amen. Not amen. I'm sure you didn't get that. <laughs> it's amen. And, and they said, they said, they said that this is a miracle. Listen, I'm here to tell you that the church is your best bet to a stable and a life that you will like when you are old. The church is the best bet that you have against the wickedness that is in this world. Most older people, when they look at their lives, especially those who did not embrace Christ and did not embrace the church, they look at their lives and they find out that it's full of regrets. And today I present to you the church as a means and as a way by which you would overcome all the evil that is set against your life. You see, through the church, through your presence and your involvement in the church and your acceptance of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the outcome of your life will be different than what it was intended to. You see, in music, in, in sound, we have what we call equalizers. You put in a sound and the equalizer would adjust taking out some and increasing some portions to give a better sound. Now, whenever there's no equalizer, the output is always horrible. And I'm here to tell you that I tell you, your life without God, without Jesus Christ, without the church, will not end nicer than, or will not end nicer. It will end, but it will not be nicer. You see, as I looked at myself, wishing to have parties and fun, you see, by nature, as a person, I'm a bit, I don't know how to say, but, you know, I'm not, I love fun, but I don't know how to demonstrate it. Things stranded at sea cried out to God for help. Then a boat named Amen rescued them. Now, you see, this one is on Christian, this is a Christian channel. Go to BBC, BBC, BBC. BBC is not a Christian channel. You see, BBC is not a Christian channel. BBC, BBC. The, you see, the unbelievers, they will acknowledge God in the end. But why wait in the end when you can acknowledge him now that you are young and get him to work out your life and in a nicer and a better way? And you see, the beauty of it is that it will cost you nothing. It will cost you nothing. The Bible says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. It started with a man, John 3, verse 1, a man came, 
called Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, the same came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we could see that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these things except God be with him. Then Jesus will respond to him and say that you must be born again. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He cannot see into the kingdom of God. Then Nicodemus said, how can a man be born again when he's old? Would you go back? And Jesus said, he said, Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus said, verily I say unto you, except a man be born again, a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Marvel not. Nicodemus said, how can this thing be? Verse 6, he said, how can this thing be? Then Jesus said, Jesus said to him, that which is born of the spirit, or that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Then as they talk and talk, then Jesus said, for God said, if the wind bloweth, just move on. He said, verse, verse 15, what is verse 15? They were talking, it's a conversation. Maybe go back a few verses so that they hear. Sometimes we just read the verse 16. But you see, Jesus was telling somebody that it's as simple as believing to be part of this great love of God. And I'm here to tell you, listen, don't make fun of church. I, listen, I thank God that he did not allow my stupidity to mature. I said, I thank God that he, God, did not allow my stupidity to mature. He, he uprooted it in its infancy. And that is how come I'm saved. And that is how come when I look back, I see that he's good. Because I was set to destroy my own life with all my intelligence. Just based on what the world calls fun. Somebody who, who, is, who was destined to be a father. You see, my children are happy to have me as a father. The type of father that I am. But look, I was planning my life where I was going to end up to be a pain to my children. Some of you, your fathers, when you say, ah, you, you sometimes want to ask God, did you really look at me to choose this for me? Are you with me? Yeah. A nice guy like me, a husband, a father, a pastor, who cares for the people and encourages them to do well, and supporting them and helping them, praying with them. Look, oh, this is what God has for my life, and I was going to throw it away and go for a life that is useless. Drinking and boozing. Having fun, partying and say, this is life. How can this be life? But you see, that is what Satan uses to take many people away from their destinies. But today, 
I stand in the name of Jesus that you shall not be taken away from your destiny, but you shall be found in the church and you will stay in the church and the church will turn out to bless you and to exalt you among your siblings. They shall respect you because you gave yourself to the church well. Jesus said, if I have told you earthly things and you believe, how shall you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Verse 13, he said, and no man ascended to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, the son of man, which is in heaven. Verse 14, and Moses, as Moses lifted up the seven in the wilderness, even so the son of man must be lifted up. And then verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. All you need is to believe that Jesus is the son of and the power to save you from this wicked world, the power to save you from the agenda of the Hebrew one shall be delivered into your life and you shall overcome every work of darkness. Hallelujah. The church is the blessing of God for you. Don't rubbish it. If you have found church, you have found Jesus as a young person, hold dear to it. It is the gift of God to you. Because that is the only thing Jesus said he would do in the world. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Don't let Satan steal your, your blessings from you. The church is your blessing. I said the church is your blessing. Because the church is the custodian of the wisdom of God. The church is the custodian of the power of God. The church is the custodian of the love of God. And I'm here to tell you, don't throw it away. Listen. And you can be happy in this life without all the things that Satan says you need to be happy. The songs we are singing, these are not beautiful songs. I said, these are not beautiful songs. As you came, are you here saying, we are not singing those types of songs. It's, those types of songs are past. We have, you see, in the church, we have what every generation needs. I said, in the church, we have what every generation needs. And I'm here to tell you, choose the church. Because Jesus said, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have eternal life. But pastor, you are talking about Jesus. Yes. And why, how, why are you saying the church? Because the church is the body of Jesus. The church is the body of Jesus. And wherever your head is, your body is there. Wherever your head goes, your body goes. So if Jesus, the head of the church, is in heaven, then your, the body will also be in heaven. If the head of the church, the head, Jesus, has not been defeated by Satan, it means the body is also not defeated by Satan. Your safety in this world, it is in the church. And Satan will try many tricks to take you out. But I tell you, don't go out. Stay in the church. I said, stay in the church. You will find wisdom. You will find understanding even of life and to events. Do you know that without the church, many happenings to your life will never make sense. Many happenings to your life will never make sense. Even the very life you are living will not make sense. I said, even the very life you are living will not make sense. Church is everything. And you see, see, those who so are believers should not perish, 
but have eternal life. Why? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Believing Jesus will put you in the church. Believing Jesus will keep you in the church. Believing Jesus will deliver you from evil. And believing Jesus will cause your life to end very well. It will never perish. Neither would you go to hell Neither would you have a bad life here on earth. Your life will be a testimony because you have in that life Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. And as I close, I want you to read Deuteronomy chapter 30. How many are going to hold on dear to the church? Don't, don't give it up. Don't think. You see, when somebody older than you speaks, even if you don't understand it, don't rubbish it. Are you with me? This is just a general statement. When somebody older than you speaks, if you don't understand it, don't rubbish it. Just put it aside one day. It will make sense to you. You see, if, if I get a seven-year-old child and I said, why is it equal to X squared plus 4X Plus three. Find X. You see, that child will not be able to do it. Now, if I tell that child that this is a way to find X, you multiply the coefficient of the X squared by the constant. That will be three, isn't it? And then you need to find the sum of the factors of three. That will give you four, which is the coefficient of the x. So one and three, the sum of it will be four. So I'll rewrite the equation. x squared is equal to 1 plus 3 into brackets x plus 3. Which brings me to x squared is equal to or I need to break down the x the x squared. I need to break it down so that I can factorize it. You see, you see, even some of you, I'm confusing you. But you see, it's not because it doesn't make sense. So. It's because your understanding doesn't reach there. Now, now, listen. If, 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 because it doesn't make sense to you, you rubbish it. You'll be rubbishing something that is sensible. 
Now, I'm saying to you that a number of you, you see, the church thing, the Jesus thing doesn't make sense to you. But as you grow older, you will discover that that is it. So what I'm saying to you is that don't rubbish what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Don't rubbish what I'm saying. Because today, it doesn't make sense to you. Look, I promise you, most of you, in about five, six years' time, it will, be, it will begin to make sense. If it doesn't make sense today. For some of you, it's making sense already. Because you can see the difference between you and your, some of your friends. You can see that the difference is already there. It's only because you have not looked. But Deuteronomy chapter 30, let's start from verse 12. I'm coming to verse 19, but let's start from verse 12. Or let's... Okay, it's not... Give me a New Living Translation. It's talking about the law of God. It's not kept in heaven so distant that we must ask who would go up to heaven and bring it down so we can hear it every day. It is not kept beyond the sea so far away that we must ask who will cross the sea to bring it to us so that we can hear it every day. No. The message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart so that you can obey it. Verse 15. Now listen. Now listen. Now listen. Today, I am giving you a choice. Between life and death. Between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep his commandments, decrees, regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter and to occupy. But if you turn your hearts away or if your heart turns away and refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live, you will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death. Between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Now, you see, this is a people that God himself, a nation that God himself formed. A nation that God, by his miracles, delivered them. You see, as we are seated here, we don't know the miracles that have occurred in our lives for us to be where we are. Some of you, you were supposed to have been dead at birth. Some of you, your pregnancy was not supposed to have come to term. But God, by his power, because of what he has planned for your life, has brought you this far. Don't reject him. I said, don't reject him. As I close, I want every head bowed and pray a prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
thank you, Jesus. I offer you a choice to make. For those of you that have made the choice of Jesus and the church, I instruct you under the influence of the Holy Spirit to hold tight to it and never to let go, no matter what circumstance and situation the enemy throws at you. Those of you that must make a choice, I counsel you to make the choice that brings life and blessings into your life. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This is a condemnation. The condemnation is when you reject Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me pray first. Father, I pray for every soul under the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, people have to make choices. I plead that your voice will be loud in their hearts. Your voice will be clear in their hearts as they have to make a choice. That they will choose what will bring life and blessing. I thank you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, personally, you have not received Jesus Christ into your life and into your heart as your Lord and Savior. You have not repented to receive God as your God and to live your life under his instruction. Through Jesus Christ, you can have forgiveness of sins because up until now, we were born sinners. It is only faith in Jesus Christ that assures us of forgiveness of our sins and submission to God to lead us. God so loved you. God so loved me that he gave his only begotten son. This afternoon, I need you to make a choice. As I have said before you, life and death, blessing and curse. I implore you to choose life. I implore you to choose blessing by choosing Jesus Christ. For the life of God is in Jesus Christ. And to whomever he imparts that life, that person receives that life. Therefore, you want to say, Pastor, I can hear, I can hear in my spirit that I need to give my life to Jesus. I can't resist it anymore. I want to give my life to Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Wherever you are, please lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. Lift up your hands. I want to pray. Thank you for the lifted hands. Don't, don't, don't look at anybody. Just close your eyes so that we can pray. Let's respect the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Lord is here with us by his spirit. And he's speaking to some people to make decisions for him. And to choose life as against death. Thank you, Father, for the lifted hands that we see. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
thank you. The hands that are lifted are the hearts, are the voice of a heart that says, Jesus, I choose you. As they have chosen you, even in their hearts, oh Lord, may you choose them as well in blessing them and in protecting them and delivering them from evil. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I believe there are many more people that must give their lives to Jesus. Some of you, you are thinking of the boy, the girl that you have to let go. Just first things first. Choose Jesus and the others will follow. Whatever needs to be sorted out, the power is with Jesus. He will set you free by his power. Therefore, make that choice now. Don't think of what else I need to clean. He wants you the way you are. He wants you the way you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. Lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You lifted up your hands. I wanted to step out. Step out for God so loved the world. Come to me. I want to pray with you. I want to lay hands on you and pray for you against every Satan's working in your life. His only Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come, come. Father, I pray for the many souls. I pray for the many souls. I pray for the many souls. They've made a bold choice of you in the presence of all of us. I felt that there are many more people that must choose Jesus. loves you and he came so that you will know that he loves you he died on the cross for doing nothing but because of you and me may his power rest upon your life may you walk in this love look not for love anywhere for Jesus loves you Jesus is your true lover he's your savior love gives he gave his life for May you know this and walk in this truth all the days of your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you. Thank you for these precious lives that you have taken and given for yourself. Oh, yes, the Lord will help you. The love that is in Jesus will stabilize your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
I just don't know, but I feel in my spirit. There's somebody you must give your life to Jesus. I don't know why you are resisting. But you are about to be destroyed in a way that you will not recover. And the Savior is standing and saying, come. I'm satisfied with the number of souls we have got. But it's not about me. It's about what God has planned and purpose for his people. You are here. You must come and give your life to Jesus. Don't look back. Just come. I'm waiting for you. Whoever you are, come. It is your salvation. It's your deliverance. I don't know who else is there to come, but don't hold back on God. He loves you. He wants you. Don't make fun because, you see, you may make fun today, but tomorrow there will be nothing funny. When you turn around and you look at all the opportunities that you have let go to receive Jesus, and you say, you will say to yourself, I wish, I wish. Please, don't, I'll wait for you. Come. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come. Whoever you are, join in. You know you are not born again. Don't leave this place without being born again. Jesus says, come as you are. With all your sins, with all your problems, come. Because I came for sinners. all pray this prayer together everybody in the church, the whole church and those of you standing in front in particular Heavenly Father what a beautiful day you have made I thank you for such a day and I thank you for bringing me to church I thank you for the message that I've heard I come to you Jesus as my Savior. I know you love me and you died for my sins. I declare my faith in you as a son of God. I receive you as my Lord and as my Master. By your blood, wash me of every sin by your blood cause my life to bear testimony of the truth the truth that you are 
I've chosen you as the way to God. I've chosen you as the way of life. Thank you for this opportunity. Father, Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to come and die for my sins. Today I repent and I submit myself to your rulership. Your words will govern me. Thank you for this love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Good. I wanted to go with our pastor here for some two minutes and then we'll come back to your seats. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. Go, go with our pastor. I'll come and see you myself also. Take your bags and everything and then go with our pastor. Hallelujah. We want to do communion. We want to do communion. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We want to do communion. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, this is my blood, which was shed. You have, I know we all have many problems and many difficulties, but I just feel some people need to be prayed for. Some people need to be prayed for. You are struggling with something that is really affecting you badly. And it's weighing you down spiritually. It may be a sin. It may be an occurrence in your life that you are not handling it well. I want to pray for you. Come. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just share the communion. We'll pray together with the communion. Whatever it is, God is the answer. Come, come. You want me to pray for you? I want to come. And still share the communion. We'll do the communion. Pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I mean, I'm talking about something serious. Something serious. That is, it's almost about to break you apart. I'm not talking about toothache. Be healed of every sickness in your body in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But you see, sometimes people think we are young people and therefore we don't have problems. But there are many things that affect us. And God, the healer, he's our healer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, just let them stand behind each other. Not, not too many, I don't know. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we bless you. We bless you. all of you have problems but you are too young if you have problem at this age anyway you see that's the thing Satan tailors every age with its corresponding problems the problems of life is not by age it's not by age thank you Holy Spirit lifting up the communion Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your bread. We are going to pray. You didn't get your communion. Somebody should give him the communion here. Stand into your feet. We are praying. We are praying. I just want to save time, but still do what I am told to do. Ah, where are you all going? 
By the time you come out, I've finished praying. And why did you leave your communion? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. This bread, as we lift it up, is the body of Christ. There is power in that body because that body was inhabited by the greatest power that there would ever be in all creation, and that is God himself. Therefore, as we partake of this body in faith, we partake of that which brings life. We partake of that which brings healing. We partake of that which brings deliverance. And thank God that it was never reported any day that Christ was sick. Therefore, as we partake of this body, it shall bring to us healing. It shall bring to us restoration of every organ function. And sickness shall not be our portion. In faith, we take this bread, the body of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We lift up this cup of wine. Declare it to be the precious blood of Jesus. As Jesus declared that this is my blood which is shed for the remission of sins of many. So the, sh the drinking of this blood is the partaking of the precious life-giving blood that Jesus brought to mankind. May this wine bring to your life whatever needs. May it supply the comfort. May it supply the peace. May it supply the assurance. May it supply to your life the ability to hear from God and to know that the Lord is with you. As we partake of this blood, may every sin that the enemy stands to use against us be wiped out. And may we receive the protection that comes from the marking of the blood. We shall escape every evil and we shall escape every temptation that the enemy has set for our feet. We thank you, the blood of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. And to all of us standing in the congregation, Father, I stand to pray. Holy Spirit, the power of God fall afresh on these lives. And let no life here ever be the same. Whatever the enemies seem to gain the upper hand, I break it in the name of Jesus. And I release the power of the Holy Spirit to operate in every area of your life. May your eyes open May your ears open. May your spirit receive a word from the Lord that will cause you to be stable. Financially, may supernatural occurrences happen in your life that will cause your faith 
to rise and be strong and to know that Jesus is your God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I pray for every soul here. You know the challenges and you know the problems. You are the answer that we have to every situation. Therefore, we cry to you. We call on you. Holy Spirit, move mightily in the lives of your people. And I pray for everyone that is standing in the congregation that today marks the beginning of a new level of work with you, Holy Spirit. A level of friendship, a level of relationship with you, Holy Spirit. A level of knowing you like never before. A level of being conscious of your presence in the midst of your people. From today, we shall do things according to your ways, not according to man's ways. We thank you, Holy Spirit. And I bless every soul that is here with peace. With peace. With peace. With peace. I thank you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on royaltyhousesouthafrica.org.